Guys, uh, watch your radio, represent East Coast, but not live and not from New York. I am down here in Alligator World. Where the hell am I? Florida. Jacksonville. Whatever the hell you want to call it. So we're checking in here for the, uh, this is called Don't Be a Turkey Show. Uh, I'm already getting the outro already. That's how much faith I have in this broadcast. The, the ouch for, oh. Yeah, I'm queuing up the I, outro. That's terrible. What, what I know. What do you have in mind for not being a turkey on Thanksgiving? Talk about faith, right? Yeah, it's not much today. Well, hopefully more later. Well, we had, you know, the infamous Redbeard, you know, the guy with 16% Jew in him, uh, he was supposed to come on. He's out in the woods trying to kill an animal. Are you sure it's not egg day again? No, it's animal slaying. And then uh-huh. Wolfenstein uh, is in the shower. Ah, because we all have to smell yeah. April fresh when we do so radio. So he's like, can you delay the show? I'm like, bro, I, no, there's no delaying the show, bro. Show so time. we're going to touch on some current events and uh, the basis of this broadcast uh Today is Luke 17, verse 32. The writers of the gospel seen it fit to put three words, and I'm not Biden, I can count, into a verse. And it's kind of unusual, and people quote, you know, this verse a lot. And it was dedicated to Luke 17. Not, many of you know what I'm talking about, Luke 17. You know right away. It's going to be Jesus saying and warning, remember Lot's wife. Okay? That word remember there is to memor- have a memorial of it, to, to, to remember. Literally in the Greek, a memorial. I remember many years ago, 20-somewhat years ago, on watching radio, I did a broadcast called Remember Lot's Wife back uh, many years ago. And uh, I think I told folks to uh, cover themselves in salt and freeze for an hour somewhere. And I think wow. somebody did it, yeah. To actually become a salt pillar. What? Are they okay? Did they recover? Well, it was 23 years ago, but... I think I actually got someone to do it. They covered themselves in salt, and they become a statue. Did they, and, how much money was in the hat next to them? Well, they preached a message that way. Oh. They literally okay. became a salt pillar, like a statue. And the message was, remember Lot's wife. Uh, that was many years ago I preached that word, and here we are years later. And things are worse. Things have gotten worse. So I want to touch on what does it mean to remember Lot's wife? How are we not not regarding the falling away of our possession, the falling away of our livelihoods, the things that we've built in this world? How dear are they to our, our heart? And sometimes our friends or our family sometimes are too dear to our heart closer than us closer than the lord is to us and that's sin too well in this case his family was coming with him 
and there was a blessing of an escape. But I will tell you that they were warned for a reason not to look back. And something in her was drawn to that world, to that lifestyle. And that warning is here for us as believers as we're entering in, as we see tribulation mounting, as we see the World Health Organization beginning to formulate a... It's not going to be a card, by the way. Everybody think This is how they start out with something sinister. The World Health Organization has proposed, and Biden, the satanic brain-dead diaper wearer, has signed off on uh, giving it the nod and the wink, which would be a digital verification system, and quote-unquote, for the next pandemic, this is how you'll be able to buy and sell and to travel and to have movement, to move around. You want to go to Walmart, for instance. This ID system is going to be global. It's quite interesting that this is the first time in history of the world that the world is being subject to some type of system globally where buying and selling and travel will be linked to you having to comply with an injection process of a poison into your system, nanobites, and all types of other experimental objects injected into your body, forming you into a living demon. It's funny. Um, they already know we're going to have another pandemic. Like preaching? I, I wonder how they know that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So here we go. Yeah, Alan, good point. But I forgot what I was saying now. So Sorry. let's go over to the doomsday dad. Okay. Let's patch him in. Do you have his landline? Yeah, I do got his landline. Is that what he said to call? He asked you to call that, yeah. Let me see if I can dig it up again. No, I, oh, have, his, um, I, ha- it I have it here, boy. Okay, good for you, Richard. Let me Good try to call him, boy. Okay. All right, Richard. Hello? Boy. Boy. What's up? Sorry, I couldn't get back yeah, to you. You got earlier. something in the background, like a speaker system, giving us a slapback echo? No, I don't hear anything. Can Check. You, you're hearing an echo? Check. Check. Wow. All right, stand by. I got to play your intro. I'm sorry. Not all of it, though. Okay, I got to play the intro, man. Yeah, but after a few bars, it gets tedious. All right, you're already occupying so much time of his intro. It's unbelievable. Listen, when we have Roger Stone on, I'm going to have to saddle you. Are you getting Roger Stone? Yeah, we're having a recording to John Ramirez, we are. I know. Ramirez was on his show. Well, from, I, Ramirez called me yesterday, and I'm doing a uh, Zoom with him on Friday. He told me that uh, Roger Stone's his good friend now, and they talk on the phone all the time, and that Roger Stone was in some type of accident and flipped over and, and had an uh, angel or something. Uh, I don't right. know the whole thing, but it's uh, Roger Stone got, hey, you're interfering with your intro. I'm sorry. Can you pat it down for a second? 
Jeez. And Alan, yeah, don't talk. This is Alan. Are you there? Yes, Alan. All right. This is Doomsday Dad's intro. Okay. Okay. Go. Wait a second. It says Peter's in the in the conference call. Is he? Let me look. What the hell's going on here, man? I called you to see what was going on. What you, I'll what, get off it. Hello. Oh, Marty's in there. How about that? There are two participants I, in the conference. Marty, you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I've been listening the whole time. All right, because Alan's starting a lot of trouble, man. Uh, keep him at bay for me. Because we're going to have Roger on. Stone on, and he's already testing out his motor mouth. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a Doomsday Dad's intro here to make us look professional. Like if someone heard our show, they'd be like, wow, we should put this on serious uh, radio. You know? Because it's so you good. Think, you think you should... You- you think you should really try to look professional? Well, I was looking professional, and then all this stuff happened. You're in the shower. Hillbilly Hebrew is out in the woods trying to kill Bambi. And Peter's in the conference room, and he's supposed to be on the Skype line. And Alan's just firing away. So hold on one second. I'm going to play Doomsday Dad's intro. It's going to be Alan wants me to shorten it, so it's going to be short, Okay. Thanks. No problem. I'll be ready. I'm ready. All right. Stand by. This is some day we're having here. I mean, d- uh, uh, hello, Richard. How was that, Marty? That was pretty good. Pretty, Alan, what'd you think? Nice laugh riot you got there. I love it. What? That was the intro. I love it. I love it. All right, Doomsday Dad, cheer us up. What, what, what What's going on? Well, we just had the uh, the CP or the COP twenty seven summit um, in Saudi Arabia, basically. The world leaders are getting together um, basically to shove climate change in our face, um, basically telling us that we're a cause of it and that you know, rep- they're proposing climate change reparations. Um, it just looks like more taxes, uh, clampdowns, curtailing farming, uh, every, anything and everything to, uh, just re- to just destroy and enslave um, mankind further. And what was interesting, um, um, at the site of the Ten Commandments at the base of Mount Sinai, um, Catholics by dozens of priests and other uh, religious leaders came and they asked for the intervention, God's intervention, in order to do something about climate change. So basically they took... They took basically took the uh, uh, a bunch of um, their own Ten Commandments about yeah. climate change, and what they're doing is, you know, they're demanding that we begin to worship the creation, not the Creator. And um, I had the list, and I can't locate it right now. 
but it's basically similar to the Georgia Guidestones. And the Georgia Guidestones were erected in 1980 in, in Georgia, and the first commandment was limit the world population to 500 million, which at the time was about 10% of the world's population. So those stones were, or monoliths were mysteriously destroyed, and a lot of people are speculating that those guide stones were there as a placeholder, and now they've been replaced by the modern-day Ten Commandments of climate change. Interesting. So, so we, we're, we're seeing, a, you know, a further uh, a renunciation of God and Christ, and that we are being told by the powers that be uh, this demonic Luciferian uh, type of uh, government that we're going to be faced with, that we are to re- we are to not um, worship God, but worship His cre- worship the creation, and uh, eventually this will lead to some antichrist, uh, the antichrist, I should say, coming on the scene, and um, you know, he'll solve all our problems. So that that's what it's sort of leaning Allegedly. towards. Yeah. Yes. Um, Alan, you have follow-up on that? Uh, yeah, uh, that's a total violation of Romans chapter 1, where it says we're, that it's a great mistake is to worship the creation rather than the creator. So right off the bat, they're getting us off on uh, the wrong the wrong foot with this uh, client, you know, new Ten Commandments they want to shove down our throats. And it's the place of God to give us commandments, not these people, whoever right. these uh, sponsors. So I hate it. Yeah, Next. well, Doomsday Dad touched on one of the most important things that's going on right now is the World Health Organization uh, instituting this digital passport. Now, here's the yes. thing, guys. It's not going to be a digital passport like you carry in your wallet. Okay. It's going to be geared around biometrics. Biometrics today are way more advanced than any RFID card or chip or something of that nature. So they're going to be scanning your eye or your hands uh, for the handprint, the biometrics. Listen, I've been installing this biometric stuff for years. I remember 25 somewhat years ago, I was installing biometrics at banks that they can get into uh, the safety deposits room. What kind of biometrics? Fingerprint or retinal yes. scan or what? Thumb. So this has been around a while, but they, they're they more advanced in biometrics. So you see the hand in the forehead pretty evenly there as far as the eye scans, which are very popular, the retina scan. And the biometric handprints, uh, which are very, very difficult to duplicate because they also use heat temperature and everything in the hand, uh, you, much more secure than any RFID chip. RFID chip is not going to happen because you can have a sniffer on an, and trigger an RFID and steal the code and mimic it. It's not going to happen. RFID also, uh, is simply a trigger of a radio frequency. From when I used to study uh, fingerprinting, uh, even a, a portion of a fingerprint is enough to lock uh, a person to a, a crime location. So an entire hand has all five fingerprints. Uh, you're going to have all kinds of bifurcations, easily right. identifying someone a- across the entire... Once you subject your eyes and hands to the biometric systems, you are now in the beast system. 
Question is, are you going to be injected with the nanobites into your system? And then uh, do you really want to buy and sell? Do you want to travel? How bad do you want to buy and sell and travel? Because you're going to have to submit to the beast system. It is here. Stop thinking that it's down the road. And this is why we're talking about remember Lot's wife. Because you can't regard the things of this world anymore. That's what she was doing. There was something about her life that was going to burn that she couldn't let go of. And, you know, every time I read that scripture or meditate on that verse, um, I always think to myself, do I really care that much about this garbage in my life? What kind of a bondage does it really have on me? That's what it's about, guys. We have to get to a place with the Lord where he said that you're a sojourner. If you're a sojourner, you're just passing through. Are you just passing through or are you rooted in this world in such a way financially and all across in this mammonite system that you are going to be like Lot's wife? You're not going to make it. There's an American proverb that says, uh, do you own your stuff or does your stuff own you? So we got to exactly. be real careful about what we buy. Not only that, Richard, you know, friendship with the world is enmity towards God, and God will destroy you if you're at odds with him. And um, that's sort of where we're at. Yeah, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I always think about that scene in the movie Heat, H-E-A-T. Yes. I remember that. Uh, you remember when uh, Robert De Niro told Val Kilmer that if you're not ready in, what, two minutes to let go right. of everything you have and walk you away, walk away right. that you're going down, remember? I remember yes. that. And he was serious. He lived by that code. We have to, you know, we have to get to a place where we're living by, we can meditate on what we have and understand it's temporal Let's ask, Wolfenstein is like not a motor mouth tonight. Wolfenstein, are there any U-Hauls behind any Hearst? No, you can't take anything with you. Now, Wolfenstein, yeah, I, will, I, I will pose you a question. How do we get our hearts right that we are not in a place where we're going to become a pillar of salt at a time... Now, I believe, I know we all have different opinions here, but I'm pretty steadfast in the thoughts that we're, um, we are mid-trib, that we will go through some tribulation, but not all, and that, and I get this from Revelation in the Old Testament. This whole revelation comes to me from the Old Testament. I've gone through it before, why I believe that. But I'll just give you a rundown. It. I'm not going to spend a lot of time in it. But I was reading in Kings one day, and I saw there was prophesied a seven-year famine in the land, and uh, it was shortened to three and a half. Get it? And uh, during that time, Elijah prayed, and a man's hand appeared in the clouds, and the Lord spoke to me at that time and said, "That's 
a revelation of me, me, the meeting in the clouds. Notice the time frame, three and a half. Notice the span, right? So with that being said, we will go through, and then everybody says the tribulation of those days. Yeah, those days, the, the half of them. The bowls of wrath, if you want to be appointed to them, you can be. Just declare that you are. You can have what you say with God. He will not violate your will. Okay? I have people all the time I meet that they say, I'll die right now for God. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'll say, okay, then go die. What what are you going to confess? What are you going to speak over your life? You have to have an open-ended contract with God. You cannot stabilize your existence the way you want by your declaration if it's contrary to what God wants, and we have to be careful the way we're sealing our fate with our confessions. Because our oh, whole yeah. lives are guided by our tongues. Proverbs eighteen twenty one, Mark eleven twenty three. Amen. I, I meet some believers, and they say to me, they will not be caught up in the sky. They will not meet God. They will we be here for everything. Okay. According to your confession, so be it unto thee. That's a person so married to being right and so married to their doctrine that they're willing to accidentally cut themselves off from a good thing. Sad. Tribulation of those days, meaning, yeah, we're going through half, in my opinion. Now, if I'm wrong, whatever, I'm still going to write it out. I'm not going to kiss. I'm going to be like, miss that one and keep serving God. Now, here's the thing. Well, you know, going yeah, going back to Lot's wife and her entanglement with um, this world, uh, Jesus had the answer. He said, uh, do not store up your treasure on earth where moth and rust, you know, doth eat away and thieves break in and steal it, but rather uh, put your treasure or your riches in heaven where neither moth nor rust can eat it away or thieves cannot break in and steal it for wherever your treasure is there will your heart be also so where we put our treasure is where our heart is so god said the answer to this this whole lot's wife syndrome is to have our treasures and our hearts stored up in the kingdom so i think a lot of people they're you know they're living for the material world you know, was that song, I'm a material girl? Don't get us a copyright world. violation. We're already banned. By the way, if you're, because you could sing it and get us banned. Now, oh, I if you're listening it. to this broadcast and you've somehow found us, we are banned on YouTube. So you're probably only getting it on the old podcast uh, line. Please alert somebody that we've been banned, probably for something Alan did. And it was from... Sorry. An, yeah, an old show. Ironically, it's the show I quoted the last broadcast we had. I said, go listen to the the message, shut your non-prophetic pie hole. Remember I said that? No. Sorry. I remember that. Okay. Can you Richard, pray for Alan's um, memory right now, please? My yeah, memory is Richard. fine. Just because my recorder wasn't on at that instant doesn't mean there's something wrong. Thanks. Oh, Marty, can... All right, so he is, his pride is flustering up. He won't even allow the prayer. Okay, go. This, go this ahead, is pray unbelievable. Pray. I received this is analogy, unbelievable. Go ahead, go ahead. Marty, go ahead. Okay, give Alan back his memory. Restored in full measure. So be it. 
Amen. Amen. How do you remember, Alan? You remember that now, Alan? Peter, can you amen that? File? No, I don't amen. remember that. So. I, I'm receiving it. I'm receiving it, and it's it's uh, okay. So Marty, it, uh, Marty remembers it. I certainly remember it because uh, it seems like somebody must have took me by my word and went back and listened to it and probably reported us. So wow. that show is the one we got flagged and taken down from. And that's a year ago, over a year ago. So we've been banned for ninety days now. Hey, have you made a decision on whether we are going to have uh, anything else on BitChute or Rumble or anything? Uh, well, right now, this broadcast is going to go up on my old channel, and then we're going to go on Rumble, even though I have zero subscribers there. Build it. Big deal. Thank you. It's going to work out. Good we call. got Roger Stone coming on. It's, maybe JR and him would come on at the same time be even greater. So, wow. That killer um, first show on Rumble. All right. So let me think about what I'm trying to say here. Okay. So... Um, let me pose it as a question. If Jesus warned to not look back as Lot's wife did, what is he trying to tell us? What is the warning in that? The warning, remember Lot's wife. Are you going to look back? Are you going to be in a place of bondage and captivity with your possessions and your posterity that you just can't let go at that moment? And that would be the one thing that takes you down at the most important period in existence. Can't let it happen. But think about this. Lot's wife had the angels of the Lord in her living room earlier that day warning her about the judgment that's coming and to flee Sodom because they were going to destroy it. So imagine, so she's thinking, oh, I'm really privileged. You know, God's sending the angels of the Lord here in my living room and they're escorting us out of Sodom, not knowing that later that day she'd be turned into a pillar of salt and be cast into eternal hellfire. Well, Jesus went on to say, whoever tries to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will preserve it, meaning letting go, letting it go, because Jesus is saying this world is going to pass away, and I know that's hard for some of us to hear because we've built so much. We have homes. We have families, and especially this time of year, we reflect on it, and we thank the Lord for that because He's the one that made that happen. But can, can I make a comment on this, Rich? Go ahead. You know, there's a lot of people out there that they think, well, God's speaking to me. God's warning me. And they think that because God's speaking to them and God's warning them that they're going to somehow make it through what's coming. Right? There's, the, there's this delusionary state of mind. Well, I have a relationship with the Lord, so I'm okay. I'm in. But Lot's wife had angels in her living room warning her. Escorting her out of Sodom, and she still didn't make it in. Well, we had we had Jesus. We had Jesus warn us right here. That's pretty hardcore, too, right? You know, you know, God can be speaking to us, but that doesn't mean we're going to enter in. We we got it. And what is it? What is the key? Here's the key. What did Jesus say? He said, "Your heart is going to follow your treasure." So what you value, what you put value into, this is where 
your heart's going to follow that. So he said, wherever you put your treasure, that's where your heart will be. So the warning and the admonition is don't put your heart into the things of this world. Don't put it into material things, your home, your career, your cars, even your future, your investments, your, your... your your retirement. Forget your retirement. You're not you're not got you don't have no time to get your retirement, sweetie. Okay, go ahead, Rich. Yeah, listen. What about taking the mark of the beast? Is it gonna be as subtle as this? Where hey, we have a pandemic here. They got their they got their false flag moving. Now you're being corralled into doing something that's going to damn you for eternity. Could it be that subtle? Could it be something um, where we're being injected with satanic orbs into our system and uh, we're on the grid, we're on the quantum computer uh, uh, system? And I don't know who it was today, but somebody told me that uh, these nanobites they're injecting us with uh, have the power to manipulate some of our thought processing. I mean, this is the way of the goat, man. You don't want the seed of the goat in your bloodstream. And no. they seem to want you to have it. And they're willing to bring a pandemic to get you to get it. But you're not going to be able to move and travel or work or shop unless you do it. Now, how that's remembering Lot's wife right there. If you know you can't entertain that, if you know you can't go down that road, and I know there's going to be a lot of believers saying, nah, that's not really the mark. That's how it's going to go down. You know that, right? It's going to be this subtle where this is going to be for something for good, something for safety. And you're the rebel because you're not going along with it. You're the problem. That's exactly the dynamic we just experienced with the whole thingy that just came and passed. Exactly. Anything to try to save your life has the potential to take you down. Through peace shall destroy many. So it's going to have the appearance of a, a, a peace, shalom, right? Uh, you're going to look like the conspiracy theorist. You're going to look like the rebel. You're going to be like the one that's endangering others' lives. So... Are you going to be able to not look back at this system and sustain by the grace of God in these times? Now, we have to be ready for this, folks. And I know some of you, and I know some of you said you're going to float out of here before this tribulation. And you know I'm a mid-tribber, so you're not, in my opinion. We're going to be going through. Now, could God take some? Yeah, he could. The barley harvest is before the wheat. I believe he might take some uh, saints that will not be able to endure these certain things that are incapacitated in certain ways. I don't know. But 
I don't ever close my confession with God because all things are possible with God. So I know that I can cap myself with my confession, and I don't ever want to be put in that position. So I just said, whatever you want, Lord, I'm good with it. Because I know, and I know there's a biblical precedent, that Enoch pleased God and was not. So God took him. So it is possible. And there's a biblical precedent for it, meaning God has done it before, and he's no respecter of person, is he, Alan? He is not. Uh, God is totally fair. It's impossible for him to lie. And if a person will obey God and love God and follow God, uh, just like he took King David from following the sheep, he'll make that person king over his people if we act as he did. Amen. Where's Enoch, Alan? He's in heaven. Did he die? Uh, I think he was taken. So maybe the first rapture in all history, biblical Okay, history, so amen. there's a biblical precedent that God can just take you if he wants. Yes. Right, just like Elijah. Okay, so, and I was just going to get to it. Where's Elijah? What the uh, frick is heaven. that? I, in heaven, amen. All right, so, did he die? I guess he was just taken straight to heaven without experiencing okay. death the way, amen. There's two biblical precedents that we know God of, that we know of, where God can just take you when he wants Right. And you just said he's no respecter of persons. So why am I going to sit here and say, no, I'm going to be here for that no matter what? You're just That person who talks like that is too married to their doctrine, too in love with being right to have an open contract with God. Because not everybody, because it's uh, sometimes we think we know what the Bible says, but it might say something different. So we should say we should have open contracts like you said. Amen. You just don't know what the Lord well, well, we do know that God doesn't violate His word, and God doesn't God doesn't lie. So, but sometimes people, two people reading the same Bible, can draw different conclusions about what they think it says, and there might be a third opinion or a fourth opinion. So, um, open contracts, like you said, very good policy. Amen. Uh, God can also translate you from one position to another. In the Book of Acts, I'm pretty sure it might have been Philip. I remember that. Uh, was instantly. Yeah. Amen. He, yeah, what? Ethiopia. Yeah, he was translated. But in the spirit, he was brought. So, the Lord is capable of doing supernatural events in our lives, but we can't shut them down with our declaration. What? Somebody just bark at me there. You know, I thought we we're supposed to keep Doomsday Dad here for only like 10 minutes, but now we're into, you know. Yeah, is Doomsday Dad minutes. still here? Yeah, I am. You haven't, uh, you haven't <laughs> dismissed me yet. But I do want to read one thing. It'll only take maybe a minute. And these are the principles of the climate, get this, climate repentance which these uh, climate activists are trying to push. And I'll read them real quick. Number yeah. one, we are stewards of this world. Number two, creation manifests divinity. Three, everything in life is interconnected. Four, do no harm. Five, look after tomorrow, which we're taught not to. Six, rise above ego for our world. 
Seven, change our inner climate. Eight, repent and return. return. Repent and return to who? That's the question. Nine, every action matters. And ten, use mind, open heart, which is whatever that means. And that's it. That's getting weird, Doomsday Dad. I'm glad you chimed in with some of this bad news. But you've You're cheered welcome. us up, you know. Uh, are you cheered up, Alan? Uh, I don't think so, but uh, I love Peter, but uh, yeah, he did not cheer Yeah, you got up. any Was more that- good news? Well, uh, Emmanuel Macron, the French president at a meeting in Jakarta, Indonesia, uh, is pushing for world government. And, well, um, that's some good you know, news. That, yeah. Right. So he's, he's he was quoted as saying, a single global order. We know that's going to come. But now it's coming uh, fast and furious now, it seems. A- anything else? Any other good news? No, that's it right now, Richard. Any annihilation or? I don't think so. It just uh, Ukraine continues to go on. And it's, as I was talking to Alan earlier, it's a non, you know, all, all of these conflicts now for the last 15 or 20 years are not declared wars. They're military actions or military incursions. Yeah. But no one will call, they will not call a war a war. And that's, uh, and that's just doublespeak. You know, we see that in, you know, 1984, it's a, you know, war is peace and, you know, everything is a contradiction and, and it matches with the Bible. You know, it's, it's a Satan's plan. Well, it's just to, to count to God at all, at all costs. You've lived up to your name today, I must say, uh, Doomsday Dad. You you brought probably the most information we had to the show that we needed. You know, thank you for coming on, Brother Peter. Thank you, Richard. Thank Thank you, you, sir. Gentlemen, have a good evening. Take care. Bye. Thank you, sir. All right. Doomsday Dad signing off. And uh, that was, you know, amazing. Doomsday Dad. Um, Praise the Lord. Let me make sure we got rid of him, though. I don't know if we did. He hung up. I got to clear the line. Where's Wolfenstein? Did we hang up on him? I'm here. You're here? That was, uh, yeah, that was good what Peter brought. Yeah, I was telling Peter, you know, we, we you know, it's good that we got him on because uh, the information he brought last week certainly alerted me i didn't i didn't wasn't aware of that slush fun and he had that early on so the doomsday dad segment is very edifying to help us know the hour and the time frame we're in bringing in uh these details of certain events and then we touched on earlier the world health organization this digital passport thing bill gates is behind this one guys I'm telling you, this is a weird time we're living in. No time in history ever has the world been globally subjected to this insanity. But I got to tell you, Richard, you really did well by moving to uh, Florida because didn't DeSantis say that if uh, IRS agents try to harass Floridians, he would have them arrested instantly? So I wouldn't want to be anywhere other than Florida. Good move. Praise the Lord. Yeah, well... What he says and what he does could be two different things. We don't know. But I want to read in Matthew 24. I think we went over remembering Lot's wife has a lot to do with receiving the mark of the beast as well. 
because that whole attachment to your job, the whole attachment to your posterity and your possessions and your property, your vacations and moving, traveling is a big one on their marker for this, is all going to be wrapped up in this thing. And there's going to be many people fooling you, saying, nah, this ain't the mark. Okay? You're going to well, hear that. try to fool you, but one of the marks of a believer is that they neither deceive nor are they deceived by others. So they'll try, but, they, but they'll fail if you're well, a believer. That's, that's why we're watching radio. Here, we're putting me... the warning out right here, right now, that we're entering into an age and they're going to pump up another pandemic. I think Alan said earlier, they said when, meaning they know it. They know that they get power through the death. The power is through the virus. Okay? Let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. Will people be able to receive their retirement benefits without the mark of the beast? No. Of course not. Will they be able to receive health care benefits or... Um, Medicaid or Medicare insurance. No, no none, of, none of that will be applicable, right? But I hear Christian after Christian after Christian who are living for their benefits, for their retirement, for their, and they think they're going to receive all this. But the mark of the beast is right here. It's like coming like in the next few years. And they think they're going to, you know, they're still living for their benefits and retirement instead of living for Christ which is all part of that Lot's wife syndrome. It's like they're right. attached to this world. This world system is what they live for rather than living for the kingdom and living for Christ. Exactly. Ultimately, ultimately that will lead to, re to being rejected, the door being closed. You're going to have to really rely on God at, at this time. And I know... Many are going to coerce many to tag along with this system. It's right here, guys. It's manifesting. And we can't become a pillar of salt. We're going to have to start Amen. detaching ourselves spiritually to a lot of our possessions and realizing that we can't subject ourselves. We've got to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that would not bow to ironically was an image of gold representing mammon a monetary system uh at the music playing of the harp the flute the tambro they were supposed to bow and they would not and they were tossed into the tribulation seven times harder notice the seven but another man was in that blaze with them and sustain them through the fire of tribulation. How did they get that protective barrier? How did they do it? By not bowing to the Mammonite system. We got to get a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego anointing. Each and every one of us. How about you, Marty? Are you going to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? But we need to stand, even more so like Daniel, their mentor. You know, Daniel, he went into the lion's den, and neither Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, nor Daniel would bow. 
So we have to have that same metal in our hearts that no matter what happens, we're going to stand for God. And for most believers, that's probably going to mean martyrdom at some point. Are you confessing that over your life? No, I'm just saying for most believers, based on what the scriptures teach, you want to be slayed. Most say believers it. will be martyred. Okay. I'm I volunteer, but I do be believe. Slayed. What I believe Alan? that there will be a rem- a remnant that you know God brings through a, a bridal company that He marks you know and seals them and brings them through the great tribulation, of which I believe I'm part of. So we'll, I heard I heard Alan barking God, in really. the background. Alan, would you say? It sounded for a minute there like you were trying to volunteer Martin to be slayed just because he sounded like he might expect right. it for There's, some people. Yeah, he was going down that road of some people yeah, where yeah, I was I, trying I, to I'm get him to say his head will be chopped off, but he wouldn't do it. I'm, I'm always marveling at your unswerving benevolence, Richard. I just want you to know that. Thanks. Well, you try next with him. Okay, I'll um, see if I can set it back for him like you did. Thanks. Yeah, I, I firmly believe in that sealing thing, you know, where the, that bride company that gets sealed in. God brings them through. I believe uh, we ought to strive for that. Well, Amen. And uh, we also should, uh, you know, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness, and all these things shall be added. If we have a, a Matthew 6.33 perfect life to where a God adds stuff to that, that would mean, that would mean uh, you're worshiping God, you're putting him first, you're working hard, you're being honest, you're tithing, you're helping the poor, and you're fighting the wicked, whether in deliverance ministry or uh, literally. So um, if the blessings are falling on us, then we know we're pleasing God to the point where uh, the blessings just fall on us because we're doing Amen. all those things like Job did. When we read the book of Job, we marvel at his wealth. But what kind of life did he have? The orphans would eat at his table. When he'd go away from the or from the uh, uh, widows, they'd be singing with joy. He would pluck the spoil from the mouths of the wicked and smash Amen. them in the mouths. Amen. Preach it. Amen. Matthew 24. I'm going to read here the word of God. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. Now, it's interesting that our king is saying this because he's, he's definitely confirming that the gospel had to go out to all the nations. Now, this is, has happened Okay, we are in a point where the gospel has penetrated all the realms of this earth. It has gone out in many forms. This has happened. Now, I'm going to ask a question right now. Is iniquity abounding? Yes or no? Yes. Marty? Definitely. On a global scale? Yeah. Globally. Do you know... Even even within professing Christianity, iniquity is abounding. Well, this nation, Mystery Babylon, is perverting other nations down in Central America, sending uh, trannies that are teaching children to 
wanting to have their genitals cut off and stuff. So this level of perversion that our tax money is financing has never been seen before. I mean, if that's not iniquity abounding, I don't know what is. I mean, God has a standard. He judged Sodom and Gomorrah. Their cup overflowed for the sins that they were engaging in, some of them being the fullness of bread, but also the perversions that led to that. However, this nation has now engaged in, and I've touched on this many times before, and you guys have been on the broadcast uh, where I have I have said that the repercussions of Jonah's rebellion were felt by others around him, right? That's right. That means the rebellion of others around us can create a storm. Unfortunately, until that Amen. rebellion is cast over or cast out, there's going to be repercussions for it. And we went over this in the last broadcast that the iniquity bounding at such a level has a lot to do with a diluted message from the cake big modern day flim flam flippy flappy church that is not preaching the old school style of hell hellfire and brimstone and repentance is not going forward in the proper manner and it's a cake bake over hyper grace message or it is a message to teach folks to try to jump around in the woods and blow a bugle whatever the the content of the message is not a good sustaining force anymore. And because of this, we're seeing that abounding manifest at a greater proportional rate, in my opinion. Okay? The salt of the earth. Preserver yeah, of the earth. Just say, Rich, right. They're going to say we're the salt of the earth, and, it, and the salt has lost its savor. With most believers. Let me tell you something right now. This sending of the trannies globally over the earth to pervert children to want to cut their genitals off. Wouldn't, you know, I, I could just imagine the fiery message that would be coming out of David Wilkerson's mouth when he when he witnessed this. There, there would be people shaking in the pew. Where are the preachers of old. Where are the prophets in the land? Where is the substance of the message? Why is there a greater outpouring in this crazy, wacko-white, Olstein, better life now? And incidentally, better life now is better life, probably just rename it that your lot's wife. That's the, you know, That Richard, book should be called How to Become Lot's Wife. A few years ago, you gave me a good metric for uh, what's a church a person can actually go to and expect to, to grow. And you said, basically, do they preach repentance? Do they cast out devils? And do they heal the sick? If those three are cornerstone for a great church a person can grow at where um, they'll be ready for their own church in five years or so. Amen. Yeah, exactly. And it's just not, it doesn't uh, exist. It doesn't, I, I have, I, you know, I hang out with you and I hang out with Martin because you guys know this and you preach it, but I can't go to the local church and get that. I, I doesn't exist here. Sorry. Sad. No, they're 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 PR. They want to be. 
politically correct with their message. They don't want to offend. But I got news for you. When Jesus preached, he offended. When John the Baptist preached and warned of divorce and so on, he was offending. Also, I went to a local church uh, a few months ago, and uh, I just mentioned to some people who walked up to me and wanted me to join that, yeah, I've, I've, I've worked on deliverance teams before. And they were like, wow, you, you've done deliverance? I was like, yeah, if you get people to confess their sins, uh, the devils come out a lot easier. That's, that's the main secret to it. And they just keep using the name of Jesus to force it out until it leaves. And they were, they were looking at me like I was from some alien planet because I, I happened to have some experience doing that. And it's sad. I, you know, they should be doing that also, and they're not. It's sad. What, what I'm trying to say, if what, what you just said was going on to a greater scale, Alan... <laughs> What is it, Richard? Wouldn't wouldn't that be more of a sustaining force, a, a spiritual hedge for this nation? Yes or no question, rhetorical. Yes. Yeah. Marty, yeah, I know he's going to say yes. Because iniquity would not abound in the land, so the love of many would not wax cold, as we just read. There'd be all kinds of angels uh, arrayed around the borders, uh, borders of this land, and right. um, there'd be all kinds of righteousness. Within right, it, Marty. Because... Marty, let me ask you a question. Modern, let me make a statement first. This present modern church, it, it's taken the ear tickling to a whole new level, to a whole new meaning. Like it, we have now a hyper ear tickling syndrome taking place in the local church nationwide. Uh, it's not isolated. It's epidemic right. across the board. Okay, go ahead, Rich. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Um, what do you th- what do you think David Wilkerson would have said about these these demonic per- trannies going out all over the world teaching children to remove their genitals? Do you think he would have spoke out against that? Oh, he would have been railing on that. It so there would there would have been, been a uh, newsletter going out right globally. Sure, and the modern preachers are too concerned about being religiously correct and and damage control they're, they're more interested in growing their congregation and getting bigger uh you know offerings and tithes it's all money-based success-based right yeah and like it's all it's all about it's all about keeping the pews full filled up building a bigger church building you know being prominent successful like like Osteen. It's sad. What's the purpose? Hey, what's the purpose of all this ear tickling and this smooth message? So it's the rebellion of the cake ministry. big, the rebellion of the cake big, flim flam, flippy flappy, dynamic delusions and doctrines of nitwits has created repercussions for all of us. Can we agree on that? Yes. Amen. That's the Just issue. Like Jonah did for those in the boat. You know, the, the people in the boat knew that something was wrong with Jonah, you know, once, you know, they kept rowing and they were going backwards. Yeah. You know, it's not good to be rowing against the wind. Guys, we're in a Especially, season where we're not, we're not seeing that sustaining preaching, that untempered mortar message going out the way it was 20 or 30 years ago. And we're seeing a more cake big flim flam flippy flappy dynamic delusion and doctrines of nitwits manifesting at a scale we have never seen before. 
And we're watching the manifestation of the Antichrist system right before your eyes. And who would have known that they would have used the power of death to corral you into a system where you're not going to be able to buy and sell? Hmm, who's that sound like? That sounds like Satan, something he would do. Are you going to receive the system of the beast, Alan? I will not, and praise the Lord. Uh, we got a prophetic word from Redbeard that it was a uh, bad idea to have taken that thing that everyone was pushing a few years ago. And uh, I hadn't done my own research yet, but um, I like to think I would have made the right decision, but I'm glad we got that yeah, prophetic word. Yeah, like I didn't warn you, right? I, you may have, but I'd like to do my own oh, research. God. Isn't that Gee, good that I do my, Marty, I, I do my own? Marty. Marty, yes. can you play pray for Alan's memory one more time? Please. <laughs> he don't yes, even remember me warning him not to talk to Alan's memory again. Warned me. I'm just saying I like to do my own research also. Yeah, but I warned you. I know, but I like to do my own research. You just also. said you don't you may have. No, I did. Okay, you did. I'll give it to you. So you, you don't did. remember it. But I'll take your word for it. Okay, so you're not in an operating in humility, and that's why the prayers aren't working. Anyway, I'll I, take your word for it. I, don't I remember, feel I'll take your that you're ready now. Marty, pray for his memory one more time, please. Lord, refresh Alan's memory once more. Amen. Amen. I, received, I received that in Jesus' name. Now do you remember? Vaguely. This is what I, unbelievable. Dude, he's the one who prayed. Blame him. You're going to give the hillbilly Hebrew credit? All right. Look, you warned me that. You know what? Now I remember. Now I remember. I remember. No, now you're just patronizing me. No, 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 no. I remember when when the prophetic word came down the pipeline. I remember you being like, oh, you just couldn't listen to me. And I was like, well, you know, I like to make my own decisions. And and I remember now. I remember. Okay. Oh, man. This is unbelievable, man. All right. No, I remember now. I remember now. Yeah, because Marty just prayed, and you finally realized that you don't okay, want to become so like I, Foss. I received. I, I Marty prayed a good prayer, and I received an amen. Good job, Marty. All right. Marty, your prayer worked. Well. Now that we got okay. him in this place where God's moving, maybe we should pray for something else for him. You know, okay. I receive a wife. Lord, get, Lord give, a, give Alan a wife. Can Can you pray that he doesn't need a loud keyboard to appear smart? <laughs> I don't need oh, a loud keyboard to okay. appear smart. Let Let me hear your keyboard real quick. Uh, okay, all right, hold on. Now, you hear that? This is when you're on the phone. When you're talking to Alan, he'll do that. It's supposed to intimidate you. He's using. A keyboard from 1987. Actually, it's a gaming keyboard from uh, 2020. Unreal, bro. Keyboard chatter, huh? That's impressive. Yeah, I remember years ago, like when people used to do the newscasts, they'd have that going in the background. Breaking news. Let Let me do it. I'll do breaking news and then do your keyboard, okay? Breaking news. Just in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what you stole the idea from that. 
the 60s broadcasts. Breaking news, we're being invaded by aliens. I'll make sure when uh, when my boss is giving my annual review that I type a few things on the keyboard. Yeah, he right does that to his boss. Again. I think he even got a raise out of it. The boss actually believed uh, no, it. No, no, I got a raise by switching my tithe to Watchmen Radio. And, I, and Martin, you're the one who convinced me to finally do that. And I got a raise. I got a bonus. I got a promotion. I got moved to a better group. And Tom got uh, fired. I, and uh, no, sh- you shouldn't say that. Okay, don't. Okay, yeah, that. No, 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 no. That was because we prayed. I thought you had an that adversary. Because we prayed. All right, you're taking up the whole show just talking about your job. Okay. Are you are you like Lot's wife here? I'm just telling you what God did for me. Marty, pray for him to release it. To release it. To let it go Sorry. at that time. Let it go. What? Okay. Father, we ask that you give Alan the grace to let it go. Yes, amen. I agree. You agree, Alan? He didn't say amen. Amen. What he we, did what not say. Well, that was a delayed amen, though. Amen. That doesn't count, man. There's something there. That was a warbling amen. Amen. That's a, that's my Olukoya amen. All right. Well, here's the deal. Okay. Remember Lot's wife, guys. And yeah, there's coming a time, like Marty said, your uh, retirement, your whatever card, what do they call that card you get food with? EBT card? Yeah, EBT card. You're going to feel like you have to get this system. And this is why so many people are going to be fooled into it. You made it this far, man. Don't subject yourself well, the, the to the mortgage. system of this, of Satan's enterprise. Most people got a mortgage, you know. They're going to they're going to be like, "Well, you know, I got to come live in the woods with me. I can't live in the woods around here yeah. because of the alligators, so I got to have to move somewhere." I believe the pastors will actually tell their congregations to be a good provider for your home, you need the microchip or the mark of the beast or whatever it is, whatever form it comes in, whether it's a vaccine, whatever it is, you need that in order to provide for your family and right. to pay your bills and to pay your You're mortgage. You're worse than an you infidel if you don't receive the mark of the beast. Right, great. Yeah, exactly, right? No, they'll tell people, you need to get that. You know, God says to, you know, if you don't provide for your home, you're worse than an infidel. You need to be the head of your home, provide for your family. That's not the mark of the beast. That's, you know, okay to take. You watch. Well, will tell Hillbilly Hebrew is already moving to Belize. He's more worse uh, pessimistic than Doomsday Dad. He's ready yeah, to. Belize is like this horrible area where it's the tropics, where it makes Florida seem kind of temperate and mild. That's He's really... buying property. One thing about Hillbilly Hebrew is he knows how to build. He knows right, how to do foundations, he's framing, everything. Not actually Hebrew. He's going to roast in that Belize sun in the tropics. Well, no. He, the property he's looking at is up on a mountain. It's a little cooler. Okay. But he's going to build, and he will. I've seen his capabilities at building, uh, you know, a... Uh, well, you know, a, a bug out uh, home to... But I told him you might not be able to travel, but he's pretty sure that he, he can make it there. But I got news for you. If their cheating system works again in 2024, 
it's game on. It's over. Because their cheating system, they've tested so many times now, and they use death again, of course, to get their way. And they're doing it again in Georgia with this early ballot harvesting. They go around and they generate the ballots from mental institutions, psych wards, and old age homes. And they bring them. It's hard to win against people like this yeah, because they're just, just bringing in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of ballots. What? We're just getting. I'm sorry I interrupted you. We're getting our own system. The right is going to get its own system of ballot harvesting. I believe it. Scott yeah, Bressler, I, I hope Bressler so. Is learning right now. I hope so because if they steal 2024 with their cheat system and they're going to use death again, I assure you. And Alan, they're probably going to have a new virus. Okay. Okay. So they use the. If they didn't have the virus, would they have won 2020? Yes or no question. No, because uh, they needed those uh, boxes. It's never happened before. Yeah, mail, mail in ballots. Yeah, it's never happened before that if you lost Ohio, that you would take the presidency. You know why it happened? Because they used the cheat system. Yeah. Trump took Ohio. So, oh, uh, brother Marty, we're gonna have Roger. Uh, uh, we're gonna have Jr. on. Um, with a surprise guest, we'll let you know. I don't want to talk too much about it, but when, uh, when's Jr. coming on? Huh? When is Jr. coming on? Well, Jr.'s. I'm going to be on with Jr. on Friday, uh, doing another broadcast. Oh. But uh, Jr. got us a good guest. Should we tell him, Alan? No, I think we should put together a. Anyway, we'll talk later. Yeah, we're not telling you. <laughs> so surprise, huh? Okay. Well, it's somebody that got saved that were in an accident and they want to talk about the Lord and uh it's gonna be powerful. And he's friends Praise with God. Trump. He's very good friends with Donald Trump, okay? But I would have told you, but Alan said no. So um uh, do I have anything else to say? No, I don't. So, okay then. We're going to be wrapping this up. My mother's about to pull up any moment. So, I'm going to be dealing with uh, her dog running around attacking these cats in here. I'm, I'm going to need prayer too, Marty. And I'm not going to delay the amen. So, can you pray that I can sustain through this with the dogs and everything? Oh, yes, they we ask that you give great grace, abundant grace, to Rich and his household to sustain him through his mom's visit with her dogs chasing after Maria's cats. And Lord, protect the cats and let there be peace in the household and let the let the dog and cats get along well. So be it. Amen. Okay, and uh, announcement: If we ever did, you see my Amen, me? Marty. Amen, Marty. Did you, you, you see? You see how fast that was? Pretty fast. Did you hear that out of Alan like that? No. No, we did not. Okay. Uh, amen. So you have to renounce a delayed amen. I renounce delayed amens. Yeah, like a five-minute delay. Okay. Actually, Richard, a force. To co- yeah, we had to force you to yeah. amen. That's even worse. What were you going to say, uh, Alan? 
Oh, just uh, if God forbid we get banned off of uh, YouTube, look for us on Rumble. Oh, yeah. Good thing you're reminding me, Alan. Um, darn it. Um, if Obviously, you're probably listening to this on the Podomatic feeds, so... I'm going to put a link in the, in the con- uh, comment of this. Please join our new YouTube. I'll put a link there. Um, uh, I don't have a, a fast link to it right now, but I'm going to put the new YouTube link in there because we're banned 90 days on YouTube for something we said. Um, anyway. With that being said, um, I think we covered some good ground today, and I know I want to be ready, and I know I want to be... We have to really ponder where we are right now spiritually, don't we, guys? I mean, and also preach this message to others that might be flim-flammed in a dynamic delusional doctrine that's taken them down a road... Uh, of the Mammonite gospel, meaning um, to get gain. And that message right now is really, really toxic because it's teaching you to be ensnared in the world. And we should be doing the opposite right now and learning to rely on things by faith and learning to rely to walk with God through the wilderness at all costs. Amen? Amen. All right. With that being said, do you guys, um, I'm going to pass it around to you guys to make the closing statement for today's broadcast. Uh, Brother Allen, are you prepared with your closing statement? Yes. Uh, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. The, the blessings of God will fall upon you as you fulfill that statement by putting God first and letting him dominate your day with all things already said. Amen. That's a good word, Brother Allen. Uh, Brother Wolfenstein? Okay, so to deal with this Lot uh, syndrome with his, um, his wife, Lot's wife looked back, she was tied to the world, and what is the answer to that? We need to keep our focus on the kingdom, and Jesus said, wherever your heart is, or wherever your treasure is, there will your heart be also. We need to make sure that our treasure, our resources, our vision is the kingdom of God, and we need to put our treasure and sow into the harvest. And if we do that, our heart will follow, and we will be focused looking above. Jesus said, when you see all these things begin to happen, look up and rejoice for your redemption. redemption draw nigh. So, beloved, keep your eyes on the kingdom. Keep your eyes on the king, and don't look back. Amen. Good word. Two good words. I wish I had something. But I'll tell you right now, guys, uh, we're going to do a follow-up broadcast, uh, which that broadcast is called a one, How to Get a One-Way Ticket to Hell. Uh, we want to touch on that uh, as a prophetic warning uh, that it is not a time to be playing games. Do you believe it is, Alan? A time that, Not that there ever was, but... Uh, do you believe it's a time to be ensnared in, the, in the, the the sin of this world, Alan? It never is a time, and now is not a time. And may we renounce everything and praise and thank God for 
taking away from us all desire to sin and removing all devils from us and praising God and worshiping God till they're all gone and all wounds too. We can give Lord Jesus our wounds that place those places in our hearts that hurt mm, and amen. receive in their place peace, healing, and joy so we don't get triggered by people trying to hurt us. Amen. That's right. The demonic triggers get rid of them all. And we're here to pray with you and Marty will pray for you, with you and Alan will pray and say amen. But I will tell you, um, God bless ye all tonight. And I'm not going to say y'all, okay, because they do that to me down here, all right? And it's just a way of cheating because you don't want to say you all. You want to say y'all. Okay, so you took you and all and you comboed it into your own word. Okay, you can't do it. So break it apart and go back to basics. Okay, y'all. Alan, do you say y'all? They, they, they y'all you down there? Yeah, they y'all me all the time. Like when, you, like when you park, do they say y'all are a terrible driver? Do they do that to you? Y'all and ain't. They say ain't a lot. Y'all ain't no good driver. You get that a lot? Bruh, I don't know where I am down here, bro. It's like I've landed in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway. All right. So let's get this going. Uh, guys, thank you for coming on. Uh, I appreciate getting this broadcast out tonight. And, uh, we are signing off. Sh Shalom Shalukamum. Amen? Hey. I don't even know what I just Amen. said. All right. All right. God bless y'all. Good night, guys. Good night. Bye, guys. Good night, everyone.